Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Ba 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 McLean. Ba 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 McLean. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Here we go, getting underway with the most heavily commuted and as a byproduct, the most heavily congested hour of the Bob McLean Show. It is the 5 o'clock Follies. Thanks for being along today. Today is National Thank You Day, so uh, say thanks if you have an opportunity. As I thank you for sharing part of your evening with me, bumper to bumper, as we get going. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed uh, to join me on the program. All you need to do is uh, call me. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number is 71307. And my email address, as always, bob at 1063word.com. Looks like uh, from Mobile, Alabama, back to uh, Biloxi. Hurricane Sally is uh, pounding them with some heavy rain. It's, what, a Category 1 storm, which still, the, the problem with this one is that apparently it's creeping along at 5 miles an hour or so. And uh, if the National Hurricane Forecast Center uh, has their spaghetti model right, uh, by Thursday and Friday we can see some copious amounts of rainfall headed in our direction. We'll keep you posted on that. Uh, meantime, in on the text line this afternoon, 71307, Bobby, local governments are just as important, if not more, than national elections. I have not heard any local sheriffs denouncing BLM. I, I guess they're, they're operating from uh, the standpoint of uh, the belief that enough trouble finds you on its own without you seeking any out. Uh, which may be why they have not uh, gone out of their way to uh, say anything. But but BLM uh, is very far removed from the image of that organization that they paint and that is painted in the media. Now, I've, I've talked about how one of the uh, BLM co-founders, Patrice 
Cullors, C-U-L-L-O-R-S, uh, has said in the past that she is a trained Marxist. Now, if you need any more information than that to know that they are promoting a communist agenda, uh, I don't know what, what I can tell you, except to hear her say it in her own words. I mean, it's one thing for me to tell you what she said, but when you hear her herself saying this, uh, that's, that's a different kettle of fish. And we have the audio today from an interview that she did. Uh, this was uh, June 20th this year. BLM founder Patrice Cullors reassuring an old communist friend in an interview that she understands that the goal is to destroy freedom. Uh, here she is in her own words. I think that the criticism is helpful. Um, I also think that it might, um, I think of a lot of things. The first thing I think is that we actually do have an ideological frame. Um, myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, we uh, are trained Marxists. Um, we are uh, super uh, versed um, on sort of ideological theories. Mm -hmm. Trained, we are trained Marxists. And, and not only is she not trying to hide it, uh, she seems uh, quite proud of the fact that this is her ideology. And when you look at uh, the slogans that BLM puts out there, and you can see them all over college football, you can see them all over the NBA, you can see them all over uh, the No Fun League, the NFL, they, they sell themselves um, as if they are making some kind of plea to uh, secure uh, the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for all Americans, especially African Americans. They add the BLM hashtag to their social media profiles, carry BLM signs at protests, and, and many of these major corporations make uh, big financial donations. Not all of them. Some of them that have done a little bit of research uh, have stayed away. Uh, Nike and Netflix, among others, have uh, scrupulously avoided contributing directly to BLM and instead have channeled their donations to other organizations like the, the NAACP. And these companies are likely aware of BLM's extreme agenda and uh, they're, they're not crazy about bankrolling destructive ideas. What kind of destructive ideas? Well, these BLM leaders, you just heard from one, Patrice Cullors, along with Alicia Garza and Opal Tomiti, uh, they, they have talked about uh, standing in admiration of, say, Venezuela's Marxist dictator, uh, Nicolas Maduro, as she wrote about Maduro, in these last 17 years, we have witnessed the Bol Bol Bolivarian Revolution champion participatory democracy and construct a fair, transparent election system recognized as among the best in the world. Oh, yeah? I guess millions of Venezuelans who are having to get a square meal resorted to killing the animals in the zoo 
suffering under Maduro's murderous misrule. I guess they couldn't be reached for comment by the lamestream media. But go to the BLM website, and uh, the first frame you get is a large crowd, fist raised, and the slogan, Now We Transform. And then you read their list of demands, and you get a sense of uh, the transformation that they are after. One of them says, we disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages that collectively care for one another. Remember, it takes a village, Hillary. A partner organization, the Movement for Black Lives, calls for abolishing all police and all prisons, also calls for a, what, and I quote them here, progressive restructuring of tax codes at the local, state, and federal levels to ensure a radical and sustainable redistribution of wealth. Sounds like Obama. Another of the demands, the retroactive decriminalization immediate release and record expungement of all drug-related offenses in, and prostitution and reparations for the devastating impact of the war on drugs and the criminalization of prostitution. I, I don't think uh, many of these companies that have donated big money to BLM, I'm not sure this is exactly what they thought they were signing up for, but uh, this group's radical Marxist agenda uh, would supplant, uh, supplant the, the basic building blocks of American society, the family, uh, with the state, and in the process, destroy the economic system that has been the envy of the world, and by the way, has lifted more people from poverty than any other. This is, uh, this is not a blueprint for justice. This is a blueprint for more leftist Marxist misery. Quarter after five here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a quick break here. Right back with more as we roll on with the five o'clock follies here on Tuesday on WORD. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Boys are back in town, 521, Bobby Mack Show, Tuesday afternoon, in on the uh, text line 71307. Uh, Bobby, if you get a chance, uh, please play G. Edward Griffin's talk on uh, communism and race from the 1960s. It's on YouTube. He lays all of this out and warns us it's coming. He's uh, G. Edward Griffin's, is the guy who wrote the book, The Creature from Jekyll Island. Gotcha. Uh, Bobby, you mentioned uh, Kamala Harris and her reference to the Harris administration. Uh, Rush confirmed on his show today that what Kamala Harris said was on the teleprompter and not a mistake, but a signal to the voters. And I guess, you know, Democrats need something that explicit, that blatant you know, to just come virtually come right out and say, uh, you know, creepy Uncle Joe, uh, we all know he is uh, dealing with cognitive issues. His uh, abilities to think and to speak are greatly diminished. And it's, it's not just me who thinks so. I shared with you uh, the piece the other day from somebody who claimed to be uh, in the Biden campaign who said they just couldn't stand by, idly by anymore and be a part of uh, what that individual referred to as elder abuse. Well, uh, Joe Biden's former White House stenographer said the VP's public speaking ability has deteriorated significantly since leaving office to the point where he's, quote, not the same Joe Biden. Quote, it is a complete difference from what he was in 2017, said Mike McCormick, who worked as a White House stenographer for 15 years and with Biden uh, for six. In an interview with the Washington Free Beacon, he's lost a step and he doesn't seem to have the same mental acuity as he did four years ago. He doesn't have the energy. He doesn't have the pace of his, of his speaking. He's a different guy. But for, I guess... Uh, Democrats, uh, the ones that are on the slow side and have been able to figure it out, you know, if Biden, through some electoral chicanery, was able to get elected president, he probably wouldn't make it to a President's Day before Kamala Harris steps in and takes, oh, too bad about Joe. You know, and as for the debate, I, I still uh, cannot convince myself that Biden is actually going to subject himself to uh, the kind of abuse <laughs> that Donald Trump would uh, would lay on him. Uh, it, it still wouldn't surprise me if, uh, what do you know, a, a few days 
before September 29th when the debate is scheduled, Biden suddenly contracts COVID-19. Oh, he's going to have to be uh, quarantined and won't be able to debate, blah, blah, blah. We'll see. 24 after 5, let's go ahead and uh, get to the Tuesday edition of Boneheads in the News. Thank you, singers, and uh, joined as always for Boneheads by the Bobettes, Miss Moneypenny in her hazmat suit in the studio. Hello, people. Anybody else in the building with you today, Moneypenny? I think there's three cars in the lot. Wow. It's a landslide of people showing up at the studios. It may be down to two by now. Yeah, could be. And, of course, uh, little Annie joining us from a covert news broadcasting locale. Greetings, heads of bone. (laughs) (laughs) We begin today with a very angry, maskless woman. Uh Uh-oh. Walked into the KFC in Fresno, Cal. Uh, jumped up on the counter and screamed at a worker to give her free food. Uh, she didn't get any, but she was pretty demanding. Listen here. I'm hungry! Now! Do the same thing! Do it to me! Now! Do it! Do you think it's funny? No, I don't think it's funny. Give it to me now! I can't. Let's I'll get fired. I need you to get off the counter. Give it to me! Grief. Alcohol may have been involved. <laughs> did I did I mention that uh, she also at one point screamed that she was Charlie Manson's daughter? Oh, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> nice uh, lineage there, lady. <laughs> Chuck. Meantime, a student in an online class, virtual learning, you know, claimed that uh, she didn't make it to the virtual class on time because she had to walk her chicken. <laughs> when the teacher tried to clarify, uh, she said, uh, "Well, here it is. Here's my. Here's the chicken. Here's the live chicken. Listen here. Make sure your video's on. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, so you said you're walking your chicken. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Cluck cluck. <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard excuses before, but walking your uh, pet chicken was uh, not among the list. But it, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is there a better excuse? Well, you know, I'm sorry I was late, but I had to walk my chicken. Oh, uh, you had to what? That's, that sounds sort of vaguely obscene somehow. I don't want to go there. <laughs> Meantime, the mayor of Niswa, Minnesota, easy, apparently easy. this guy's a real prince. Uh, He was interfering and being belligerent uh, with police officers during somebody else's traffic stop. Uh, And he got arrested for interfering. People in the car that was pulled over filmed the whole thing. Listen. Oh, my God. You know what? And you know what? So are you because you're not qualified to do this kind of work. You should be patrolling the streets. All right. Don't get out of the cars yet. Don't get out of the car, Zach. Don't get out of the car. Zach, seriously, don't get out of the car. Just because you're the mayor, you doesn't give you the right. Zach, get in the car. He's had about five warnings. I've had no warnings. <laughs> well, maybe you got no warnings, Mr. Mayor, but you got a nice new set of bracelets to wear. Woohoo! <laughs> there in the back of the patrol car. So shiny and mad. <laughs> bling, he got some new bling. 
Uh, a little cold around the wrists, though, <laughs> even in uh, Minnesota in the in the springtime. Um, a mom in Austin, Kate Wise by name, is recovering after she used hand sanitizer and then decided to light a candle. Oh, not a good idea. Uh, doesn't it say on hand sanitizer bottles that they contain alcohol? You are completely <laughs> right, Bobby. And isn't alcohol flammable? Am I correct in assuming that? I think the last time I looked, yes, it is. Yeah, it, it all happened really fast, she said. The explosion happened in a matter of two seconds, lit my entire body on fire. And I heard my daughter screaming, mom's on fire, mom's on fire. The active ingredients are ethyl alcohol, and it'll say that it is very flammable. I don't think anybody would think consciously that this household item that we commonly use, especially nowadays, uh, would cause a fire. Yeah, that was uh, Robert Rappaport, who is a fire safety expert. You know, you always get the expert advice right after you needed it, you know? So. you know. She used to, she should have been like me when I was little. Pour it out, light it on fire. Pour it out, light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly better than setting yourself ablaze. It, 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 it's this really pretty flame. So, it's like yeah, blue. well... Yeah, kind of blue, blue yeah. flame. Yeah, right. So, uh, word to the wise, uh, after you use hand sanitizer, uh, don't try and light a candle. It also is a no-smoking area around you. Okay. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Is this anywhere near drinking Clorox to uh, protect yourself from <laughs> it might I hope not. not. None of those things are, are going to be good for you, okay? <laughs> Just uh, take it from us. Thank you, Bobettes. Appreciate the assist, as always. Uh, little uh, Annie is back to update the news, and I am back on the other side here on the Tuesday edition Bobby Mack Show on WORD. Hey, what do you know? I got a, a text message in here from uh, Congresswoman AOC. I don't uh, hear from her very often. Uh, she texted uh, Bobby. So just to clarify, hand sanitizer would not be ideal for putting out fires? Can't fool her. Uh, got one eye on uh, Fox News this afternoon. Uh, they were talking about the reaction oh so predictable of the leftist news sites in response to the signing today at the White House of the peace deal between Israel, uh, the United Arab Emirates, and Bahrain. And uh, you would have thought that, uh, that uh, rather than broker a major Middle East peace deal, that uh, President Trump had... Uh, taken a, a bunch of kittens, put them in a bag, and drowned them in the Potomac River. Uh, they, they had uh, reactions like, 
Uh, well, the uh, president brokered a peace deal where there was no war. Remind me again, how many, uh, how many peace deals did the saintly Barack Hussein Obama, how many peace deals did he broker between Israel and Muslim nations? Oh, that's right, none. In fact, he kept uh, Israelis, prime minister, premier, whichever, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, who, when he visited the White House, kept him cooling his heels downstairs uh, for an hour while, he had, while Obama had dinner with his family upstairs. How nice. What an insult. What a jerk. Uh, to the phones we go. Jimmy is uh, along and easily this afternoon. Hello, Governor Jimmy. How are you? Oh, how you doing, my friend? So far, so good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't claim to be the top role of, <laughs> of intelligence, but that sticker on Clemson's hat, it, you know, people of the will, a lot more intelligence than me, cannot see through that. I just can't understand it because it's nothing about black people that bothers me. It's the, the B. Is it B L M? Black Lives Matter. Right. There's so much. There's so much fraud in it, and, and I mean, the three people that they're protesting, Floyd, Blake. Well, Floyd and Blake both uh, was they had criminal records like you couldn't believe. And yes. Plus, Blake was going after a gun, and the other guy died of a drug overdose when the coroner turned in his thing. That's what he come out with. Yeah, he had three times. Yeah, he had three times the the fatal level of fentanyl in his system. When he was sitting in the police car, he was saying, "I can't breathe." But you know, don't don't confuse him with facts, Jimmy. I'm asking questions like, I really thought Clemson University president and so on, they would have enough intelligence to know. I mean, number one, Black Lives Matter is not controlled by black people. Right. That's the worst. And, and then you got the, uh, what is the Apple? I can't, the people's, it's really mean besides the black people. They, they go around burning everything. Starts with an A. Yeah, Antifa. Or Antifa. That's what I told you. Yeah. That goes to tell you, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but if I can see through it, why can't the president of Clinton <laughs> University and all these people say, I mean, good gosh, I don't claim to be that smart. Those guys have got double masters and stuff. Well, uh, PhDs. Yeah, no, they got they got PhDs, Jimmy. But you have to understand, uh, with rare exception, every university in America these days is run by these elitist pinheads in the ivory towers of academia, sitting there with their tenure, who can uh, tell everybody what's wrong with America from their uh, protected enclave. Uh, and and yeah, getting and getting big time taxpayer dollars in the process for their schools. Worst, worst thing that's going to happen. You know, I've always said I'm going to have to vote for Lindsey Graham, even after all that. I yeah, vote for that. I, I don't yeah. vote for Democrats. You notice that uh, Jamie is running commercials on my show. Yeah, I don't wonder. Hey, I, I there's an advertisement that runs on your show, Bob. About uh, diabetic legs. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the third week. It's, it's Regina the 360, 
I heard it on one of your programs, and I called them. It works. Excellent. I'm in the third week of it, and uh, my legs are getting better. I I was beginning to wonder if I were in a wheelchair. That's good. That's good, Jimmy. But uh, just bear in mind, just because uh, that advertiser was successful for you doesn't mean that Jamie Harrison will be. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you know, the very fact that he says, I went to Yale University, well, I got news for him. Black people get special permission. I mean, they 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 have to put so many in a college, and they get priority. Now, I know that, and I can prove it. Sure. Well, Harvard got sued uh, because they, they were discriminating against Asian students because Asian students do so well in school, their SAT scores are through the roof, and their grade point average is usually a 4.0, and so the Asians couldn't get in because they were letting in uh, more other minorities than they were Asians, and uh, they lost their lawsuit, uh, but they were right. Yeah, well, Lindsay, I'm voting for you. I hold my nose this time, but I'm both, I can't go the other way with it. Well, uh, and I'm curious about Jamie's ad agency deciding to run commercials on my show. Are they guessing or, or whistling past the graveyard and hoping that there are enough people uh, who are fed up with Lindsay that they actually would vote for Jamie Harrison? Is that what they're thinking? No, I, I'm telling you, there's good, better, better, and worse. I'm not <laughs> going to work because I still yeah. got good and bad. Yeah. I, uh, I, I hear you. I hear you, Jimmy. Uh, and 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 you're 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 not as dumb as you keep claiming to be, Jimmy. Well, it must be because B, this BLM to me is is I can't figure out how all these intelligent people did not see past that. I mean, it's plain and simple. Quit using an excuse for something that didn't happen. Right. I mean, yeah. if you're going for a gun under the seat. And I'm sitting there with a gun. You're going to be a dead man. I'll shoot you more than seven times you reach your hand under the seat. I promise. Well, what, you know, they keep talking about systemic racism. What we truly have here is a systemic refusal to go po- peacefully when the police try and arrest you. Right. But I'm telling you, when, if, a, if a policeman uh, comes through your door and you start shooting at them, uh, Here's a here's a shock. They're going to shoot back. They want to go home to their family at night. They're not going to sure and let you blow their head off. And and there's a there's a much more substantial chance these days that they won't uh, go home at night than there has ever been in America. Thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate the call. Five forty-five, quarter before six here on the Bobby Mac Show. Be right back. Welcome back. 
Bumper to bumper here in the 5 o'clock Follies on Tuesday at 9 before 6. In on the text line, Bobby, I'm late to the program today. Was just wondering if you saw Sheriff Chuck Wright's Facebook response to his two deputies being shot at the other day. I love this guy from Jason O. in Spartanburg. I have not seen that, but I will check it out. Thanks for alerting me to it. Meantime, while we're talking about uh, the ivory towers of academia being run by uh, progressive lovers, uh, has Central Michigan University not heard of the Streisand effect? The taxpayer-funded institution apparently fired the chair of its journalism department, Tim Boudreaux, for telling his media law students the particulars of a court case that Central Michigan lost in 1995. Fittingly, the ruling overturned the university's unconstitutional speech code. While CMU won't confirm to Central Michigan Life why Boudreaux is no longer employed, uh, their explanation, he was placed on administrative leave June 26th and had tenure at the time, leaving little other explanation that he was stripped of tenure and fired for having the audacity and temerity to use as an example in his media journalism class, Media Law, that the university, which had put in place a speech code, was sued over the speech code they uh, instituted and lost. And the courts said the university's speech code was unconstitutional. So much for uh, free speech, uh, Professor. Meantime, two Ohio high school football players have been suspended from their team after they carried thin blue line and thin red line flags onto the field before a game on Friday, September 11th. So now uh, you get suspended for supporting the police and first responders? On 9-11, the players from Little Miami High allegedly were warned ahead of time not to carry the flags on the field, according to Cleveland.com. They were told doing so would be making a political statement. It's political now to support the police and first responders? And the school already had planned a pregame ceremony honoring the 9-11 fallen. Well, that was big of them. The school superintendent, Gregory Power, told WKRC he viewed the flags as symbols of a political point of view and as such didn't want to set a precedent. We didn't want to place ourselves in a circumstance where another group uh, would want to uh, do a display of flags uh, that we did not approve. So, uh, good move. Their uh, superintendent just tossed the baby out with the bathwater. On 9-11. In on the text line, afternoon, Bobby, if the head of the snake is what needs to be lopped off, then the media should be the target. 
They are as complicit in these lies as anyone, if not more, because of the damage they do by towing the Democrat Baghdad Bob party line of lies. Pardon the Bob reference. A great name. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, Bobby, as much as I can't stand little Lindsey, uh, he's still better than Jamie Harrison. I hear you. Uh, Bobby, I think it should be called systemic disrespect for law enforcement. Yep. Uh, Bobby, no, the uh, ad agency placing the uh, ads for Jamie don't think there are enough people fed up with Lindsay that they'll vote for Jamie. What they're hoping for is that enough people just will not vote for Lindsay, leaving enough votes for Jamie. Could well be right. Could well be right. Hey, Bobby, who paid for the helmet stickers at Clemson? The Democrat Party? Uh, Bobby, sorry, but still funny hearing the Jamie Harrison commercial where Lindsay sounds like Foster Brooks. <laughs> Remember Foster Brooks from the old Dean Martin show? He's, he's always, Foster Brooks is always oh, the alcohol uh, imbiber. He, he did a great drunk, no question about it. One more to go. Bonus hour is still ahead here on Tuesday. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 